Hey everyone, and welcome back to the What You Missed This Week on General Hospital podcast. So, this week I thought they did a pretty good job. I mean, considering that we've only got three days of episodes, it was pretty good. I'm not really counting Thursday because that was a rerun and I didn't really watch it as a rerun. So, Monday, I felt like it was bad that, um, like I just felt really bad for Carly you know, especially with the way that it ended. And it got kind of confusing because I don't know how Jason got back there so quickly and was also wet when apparently Secaucus is like six hours away. Thank you to the General Hospital Snark page on Facebook for pointing that out. Um, when Dante was talking about how nothing was more important to Sunny than family. Somehow I heard nothing is more important to Sunny than Santa, and that made me laugh. Um, I really like Martin. I like that he's so nice to his mom. Those scenes were heartbreaking, and I don't understand why they couldn't have lied and said that Laura worked there, because that probably would have confused their mom a whole lot less than saying, this is our sister, you know, dad's daughter, because then she was upset because she didn't know where her husband was. And it... I don't think Cyrus was thinking about how to, you know, do that, like, how to explain that properly. And I thought that Laura kind of pulling Cyrus out while her mom was getting really confused and giving him advice was nice. I feel like she forgives very easily, probably too easily. I mean, yeah. But, like, I don't think that she really forgave him, though. I think she was just being kind, because that's who she is, you know? Like, even when they thought Ava had taken, like, Kevin, she wasn't mean to Ava. And she could have been. And she wasn't, so I think she's just naturally a very kind person. Also, I liked but she was like why didn't you just tell me that we were related and cyrus being like would you have believed me and i mean that is a good point but i don't think that they actually have a lot in common you know like their only similarity is that she accidentally killed david hamilton and her stepfather's mistress which was a weird retcon um i liked Laura kind of pointing out that they didn't have anything in common because she made something good of her life and he used his life to hurt people. I liked that she said, if you weren't so dangerous, I would almost feel sorry for you. Almost. Like, (laughs) that's how I feel too. I'm kind of like, if Cyrus hadn't done all the bad stuff, I probably would feel worse for him than I do. But um, I feel like the only people she hasn't forgiven in her life that have hurt her have been Helena and Stavros, which is completely understandable after what they did to her. And it's really bad, but I have felt almost bad for Stavros before. And like the scene that made me feel bad for Stavros was from 2001 when he was like testing Nicholas, which is kind of cruel, you know? And he was laying there pretending to be dead, and then Nicholas was telling him how much he hated him because of what he had done to his mother and all of this stuff. And after Nicholas leaves, 
he sits up or like he hates me my own son hates me and he sounds so sad and I felt bad for him for like two seconds and then I remembered all the bad stuff that he had done and then it kind of made me feel bad for feeling bad I don't know I liked that um I just I think Martin is really sweet and I didn't like Cyrus all of a sudden flipping and being like you don't want me for an enemy and that kind of made me lose my sympathy for him. I mean, I like that Martin was like, don't talk to our sister that way. I like that Martin and Laura have already become close pretty quickly. <laughs> Very quickly. Which I think that's pretty cool. And I felt like Cyrus talking to his mom. That was such a weird monologue. But like, I understood if they were going for with the whole like, this these are the hundred dollar bills I carry around like for singles and this is my black card that has no money limit on it and I'm like I understand but also literally throwing this stuff at your mom is not going to help her want to forgive you any quicker and he also I understand that he was trying to prove that he'd grown but he really hadn't, considering what he's been doing is illegal and not good. Even if it's alleged, it's very obvious if that is what he is doing. I loved Chase. That was funny. When he was like, oh, do you still sleep with a stuffed animal? I don't know, that made me laugh. So, with Chase, I liked that, um, I don't know, I just feel like he and Finn have a good relationship. I don't think I was watching when it was revealed if they were brothers so it's really nice to see that kind of relationship um i was hoping finn was going to be honest about what happened but he wasn't and you know i don't know i'm happy that he and his father are trying to fix things that's very good i liked um i like Maxie and peter even though peter is very shady and he's not the best person i do think he's trying to change which makes him a little better although he did also try to kill drew so maybe he hasn't changed i don't know i'm happy that we're having a baby girl and i like the relationship between anna and valentine and also i like the relationship between peter and valentine i do feel like peter should know that Alex is his mother, but I also know that would, like, push him over the edge, so it's probably good that he doesn't. Um, you know, this is a really random pet peeve, but I felt like Valentine was almost a little out of character. Like, I just... The whole girl-dad thing, I know that's a phrase that's very common these days, but, um, the character of Valentine is technically 60, I don't know why he's using uh, millennial words for things, and that just seemed very un-Cassidine. And I know he's not technically a Cassidine, but like, what Cassidine speaks that informally? It was really bothering me, and I know it shouldn't have. Also, kind of going back to the earlier conversations, I didn't really understand what Dante meant about Sonny helping with the house, but I also wasn't watching at the time. And then the explanation made a lot of sense, so that was good. Tuesday, uh... 
I thought it was kind of awkward that Liesl kind of just came barging into the hotel room and then Franco had just gotten out of the shower, so that was kind of awkward. Um, I love Scotty. He's funny. I didn't really like him <laughs> in the 80s. He was not very nice in the 80s. Um, why would the police blame Franco? But then I realized that they did need to ask him questions because he was the last person to have seen Dr. Kirk alive as far as they knew. So it did make sense. I felt bad for Jackie. That's a lot of information to get in a short time. And I don't know, that would just be really sad to find out that... The, the explosion happened, and also that your journalist that you're supposed to be partnering with is in a coma. That's really, I don't know, that just seems like a lot of information in a very short time. Uh, I was happy that Finn told Anna the truth, and the whole, so there's a possibility that he's your son thing. I said, wow, that's a soap twist, and then I was glad to know that it's not really possible. I mean, I guess it still is, but I don't- I mean, I guess I know why Jackie would lie about that. I don't know. This whole thing kind of made me think about the stuff in the 90s after Maxie was born, when there's- when Frisco and Tony's stepmom came, and Frisco was upset, and Tony- it was revealed that, like, Tony had slept with the, um- stepmother when she was the nurse helping take care of her mother in her last days. I kind of had a feeling that was the direction this was going, and it's kind of gone that direction, so that's interesting. I still don't understand how Jason got there so fast. And then the whole thing with Alexis. I mean, she needs help, but she also didn't do it. And I love Diane, love all the scenes that she's in. I'm mad about what Tracy did, but maybe this will push her to get help. I couldn't watch it. It was so sad. And then when Olivia found out what had happened, that was sad. And I was concerned. I'm concerned about how Alexis is going to react to this stuff, like to this news. Oh, I felt so bad for Alexis when she was like, you're walking out on me. And Diane just looked really sad and left. Like, everyone in her life has walked out on her at some point, And it's so sad. And I don't know. Um, I had a dream that Stefan came back and helped her with this whole thing. So maybe that'll happen. That would be a nice thing. 2003 Stefan doesn't exist in my mind. Um, and Tuesday... I had read spoilers that said that Nicholas and Ava were going to be on. That was what I was watching for. I love those two. They never appeared, which was kind of frustrating. Um, and then the last 10 minutes as it aired were cut off. The last five minutes I posted on Facebook kind of got me caught up. And I was good. I was glad that everything was kind of resolved. Wednesday. There was no preview for Wednesday, so that was interesting. Um, and I was hoping that Wednesday would be the day that we got Nicholas and Ava, but it wasn't. And I decided maybe I should stop reading spoilers because that made me kind of disappointed. But I was so happy to see Wiley. That little kid is so cute. And 
the foreshadowing. Like, I felt like it was kind of sad foreshadowing that Michael was like, this will be a Christmas that we'll never forget. And I feel bad for Carly. And I thought it was really nice of Michael to invite Lucas to spend Christmas Eve with them, you know, and have time with Wiley, who he had grown such an attachment to. And... I mean, I guess as long as you stay on Michael's good side, he's nice. Um, I loved Sasha, although, I don't know, I felt bad for Brando, and I can't tell how much of this is him truly worrying about Sasha, and how much of it is him trying to prove his loyalty to Cyrus, and how much of it is him trying to take down Cyrus. There's a lot of nuance here that I can't pick up on. And I liked, I think they would make a cute couple if she and Michael don't work out. I know it's not a very popular opinion, but I think that could really work. Um, I thought it was nice of Molly to bail her mom out, and then it got sad. Um, and then, like, Sam talking about how she was shocked that she was so sad about Julian. Like, I know that he did a lot of hurtful things, but he's still your dad, Sam. Like, you can, like, you can still feel emotion about it even if you didn't really like them and I loved Molly's dress and I was worried about Alexis saying something that she shouldn't have she kind of didn't I don't know I I can't watch the scenes where she's drunk I just kind of put the tv on mute just because it makes me so uncomfortable and um I thought it was nice of Sam to invite Jason home for Christmas because it really showed what she was kind of putting the kids first and she put the kids first by asking him to not come back but I think she realized doing that so close to Christmas probably wasn't a very good idea and I like that Molly is being mature and telling him the truth. It was seven months ago. TJ needs to know the truth. I just feel so bad for Alexis. Like, she doesn't need all this bad news in her life. And I was very happy that Laura was on. Um, that kind of made up for Nicholas and Ava not being on. I liked... I just... Kevin is the most stable man that she's been with in her life. Honestly, you know? Like, I'm happy that she's found happiness in someone who cares about her and just he's very stable and I really appreciate that because oh I don't know some of the men in her life have not been the most stable people in the world um but I liked that he was like thank you for being my elf and she was like oh I just had to put on a hat and give out gifts and he was like well, all the kids in there recognized you as the mayor, so you've really got the under 10 constituency locked in. And she was like, okay, good. So, you know, 8 to 12 years they can vote for me, which that made me laugh. And then I was really sad when she was talking about how she would spend Christmas with Lulu when Lulu was a little girl. And I don't know, that was just really touching. And I also want it to be a Christmas miracle, but I know it's not going to happen and I don't know that would be interesting though I do love that Laura and Martin are already getting along so well and I liked that he was like trying to keep it a secret and she was like oh don't worry Kevin knows and so then he was like she was like call me Laura and he was like okay and then <laughs> I don't know Kevin's 
I'm still Dr. Collins and Martin just being like, okay. And him being like, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I like Kevin. He's got a good personality. Um, I just like that um, Laura, you know, offered to help distribute those gifts, which is such a sweet gesture from Martin. And then invited him to an early Christmas dinner. Like, I just love if they figured out they were siblings, like, the night before or two nights ago and now they're like pretty close which is pretty good considering that most of her siblings that she grew up with aren't around anymore i saw something saying that they thought that martin was actually going to end up being a villain and that we shouldn't be happy that he and laura are getting along so well but i don't think that's true because the way that he was interacting with his mother when she was sleeping and he didn't know that Laura was in the room proves that he's a good person. You know the phrase like character is how you act when nobody's watching? That was the embodiment of that and I also trust that Laura is a pretty good judge of character. And Trina yelling at Curtis. I mean it did kind of make sense to assume that he knew but like at the same time it didn't really make that much sense. The montage at the end was sweet. I am kind of worried about Sonny, but I also know he's a big, big character and I don't think they would kill him off. Hmm. Question of the week. In the 80s. <laughs> Ice Princess storyline. So, the thing that confused- there's a thing that confuses me about the Ice Princess storyline, which is, were Tony Cassidyne and Alex Cordemain dating before he arrived in Port Charles? Because when she killed her friend to steal the Ice Princess and she had her Macbeth moment, which was amazing, by the way, the acting in that was phenomenal, but she was, like, talking about Tony, but then that felt weird since he was dating... Leslie and Alex is probably closer to Luke's age than Laura's and that was apparently a 16 year difference and am I overthinking this? Yes. But also why did Victor invite Tiffany since the two of them were just fighting the whole trip back? You know Tiffany and Alex kind of just did knock it along and did he do it on purpose? I mean I'm assuming he did it on purpose to annoy Tony because, I don't know, I'm pretty sure he was older. I don't know. I liked Tony because he seemed to, like, not want to really be there and kind of be being made to be there because of his brothers and what they wanted, and he kind of just got dragged into proving himself. And COVID has given me a lot of time to think about these things. And now you can think about them, too. Thank you. Have a good week. See you next week.